I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Here's a dilemma for you. Meat production is one of the biggest sources of the pollution that's disrupting the global climate. But meat production is also booming around the world. That's especially true in places like China, where millions more people every year can finally afford a source of protein. It's a symbol of welfare. Well, it turns out there's also a growing counter trend. Chinese giving up meat and animal products altogether. The world's Mary Kay Magstad reports from Beijing in the latest part of our What's for Lunch series on food and climate change. Beijing's Ginkgo Tree Cafe fills up fast at lunchtime. With its vegan buffet and flavorful dishes, it offers all the taste but none of the meat that many Chinese love. My lunch companion Long Quan was an early follower of urban China's growing vegan trend. It started from when global warming was a big issue, and I looked into a lot of information about food's impact on the environment. I didn't know anything about it before. I was just loving the animals and didn't want to eat them. When I first met Long Quan four years ago, she was a pop singer, pixie-faced, in her late twenties with little pigtails, bringing to mind a Chinese Bjork. This is a song she had out at the time called "Lohas Queen." Lohas is short for lifestyles of health and sustainability. At the time, Long Quan worried that time was running out. Global warming was happening fast, and people needed to change their lifestyles to stop it from getting worse. She'd read a UN report that said raising, slaughtering, and processing livestock produces more greenhouse gases than cars. She says that prompted her to take an extra step. From being vegetarian to becoming vegan, which she says is becoming a lot easier these days. When you look into it, then you can find all ways to substitute and to make new recipes, and it's kind of fun. And now we have all kinds of things. We have vegan cheese, vegan milk, and vegan pizza, vegan ice cream. I can even buy them in Beijing. Here at the Ginkgo Tree, all this talk of food makes us hungry, and we decide to order. This is really good. We opt for what the menu lists as lamb kebabs with cumin, fish with black bean sauce, a salad, spring rolls, and rice—all vegan. Chinese vegetarian cooks have ingenious ways of making tofu taste like meat. Long Quan celebrates having so many different flavors to choose from, with less harm to animals and the planet. She also celebrates that more Chinese seem to be sharing this diet. Like maybe ten years ago, I have a lot of voices that says like, "Why are you religious or something?" But now it's completely different, and the young generation, especially, they really, really care about the environment or quality of life, like pollution. It certainly seems that way at a nearby organic farmers market. It's packed on this sunny spring day, and the busiest booth is the vegan baker. Customer Huang Wenzi, who works for a conservation group, says vegetarian diets are catching on. A lot of my friends changed to、uh, vegetarian, not vegan yet, but vegetarian. And, and you think? I guess it is healthier, but I like meat. <laughs> and there's the challenge: most Chinese just don't want to give up meat. It's considered a sign of prosperity, and some think you can't have a healthy diet without it. But the organizer of the farmers market, Tian Lechan, says you don't have to give up meat entirely to be environmentally responsible. It's important to know where your meat is from. 
how it is produced. I believe that if animals are farmed in a more sustainable way, it actually benefits the environment. The animal manure and waste can be used to fertilize the soil. Which would be an improvement over the chemical fertilizers and pesticides that now pollute China's groundwater and run off into its rivers, and the climate-damaging industrial farms that produce a rapidly growing share of China's meat? So I wouldn't encourage people to be vegetarian, but I would encourage people to eat less meat, especially factory farmed meat. Longquan says that would be a good first step. One she's glad to see more people taking. Because when the consciousness is changed, then everything follows, and the whole atmosphere of the country will be changed. For now, just four or five percent of Chinese are thought to be vegetarian. That's still more than 50 million people. A whole lot more vegetarians than there are in the United States, but Longquan thinks China can do better, and she stopped singing to focus on spreading the word. For the world, I'm Mary Kay Magstad in Beijing. Our What's for Lunch series is part of Food for Nine Billion, a two-year project of Homelands Productions and the Center for Investigative Reporting, with broadcast partners PBS NewsHour and American Public Media's Marketplace. Check out other stories from our series at theworld.org. We'd also love to know whether you're changing your diet in response to climate change. We've got some great photos of what some of you are doing and eating on Instagram. You can share yours with the hashtag. What's for lunch? That's what's W H A T S. The number four lunch. What's for lunch?